0: Hey guys, we're WorkPlay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online for your business for less than $500 a month. We have been using the WorkPlay method to launch visual marketing strategies for businesses all over North America and Europe. If you are wanting to up-level your marketing, we are giving listeners of the Workplay Podcast an exclusive video bonus offer on their first Workplace shoot for free when you DM us the word podcast. This offer is valued at $1,500, and again, we are giving this away for free. To claim this offer, go to at Workplay Branding on Instagram and DM us podcast to claim this exclusive free video bonus offer valued at $1,500. That is at Workplay Branding on Instagram. DM us the word podcast. Don't miss out. Welcome to the Workplay podcast, where we deep dive into how to create a visual marketing strategy that actually moves the needle. Take a peek inside the minds of hundreds of Workplay members who have created successful visual campaigns that have generated millions in revenue. What we know from the data is
1: that only 10% of communication is verbal. So we think it's so important the words we say. It's actually not. It's 90% what are the visual cues, what are the energetic cues, what's happening with the body language, and that is also the realm of energetics and metaphor. So from a marketing perspective, if you use visuals in a powerful way that evoke a specific emotion and energetic frequency in your ideal customer, it is more likely that they will buy than if you focus all of your efforts just on the words.
0: Kate Northrup, welcome to the Wordplay Case Study Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. I know that you've done a lot of up-leveling in the last two years, so I'm excited to get into it. So what is your business and how long have you been in business?
1: I've been in business for a hundred million years. (laughs) So the current iteration of my business, I've had since 2010. So that's 13 years. And I'm like an old lady in the digital marketing personal development space. And so I help ambitious people to light up the world without burning themselves out and specifically by healing their relationships with
0: time and money and work. And that is such deep work. How have you really seen the online business landscape over the past year since you've been in it for so long? So, so fascinating.
1: So when I started in 2000, you know, I started like dabbling in 2009, but Full on launched my site in 2010, and at the time, social media was not a thing for business. Particularly, it was still like on Facebook, you were connecting with your friend from high school and your Aunt Sue. And so, at the time, it was all about blogging. And hilariously, in 2010, I a thought nobody ever read blogs, but then b once I started my own, I thought I was too late to the space which is very funny. And then Twitter was like the first thing happening and I re- remember getting familiar with Twitter while I was on jury duty. <laughs> and I was like this is the coolest thing ever. I'm connecting with people all over the world while Wait, I'm Are you not supposed
0: to be on social media during jury duty? Well, I
1: wasn't like while I was sitting in the thing there's if you've ever done jury duty there's like a lot of sitting around. Okay. waiting to see if you're going to get picked for the case. Anyway, I wasn't picked. Thank I would be the worst juror on the planet. Anyway, I have a lot of strategies for what I would say if I were to get picked again to make sure I didn't end up on a case. But I started just getting familiar with it. And so what I've seen shift, and then we started getting into paid advertising as Facebook became a thing that people were doing for business. And in those early days, you didn't have to know what you were doing at all. Nothing had to be professional. Nothing needed to be organized. (laughs) If you were just out there blogging regularly and posting, reposting your blogs on Twitter and Facebook, you were ruling the space. Mm -hmm. And if I had known then how wide open it was, I would have gone so much harder. But anyway, it's fine, and so as things have come about, you know, one of the women who helped me in my early days, and and still she's a dear friend, is Marie Forleo, and so I'll never forget when she called me up and was like, "Hey, I have this idea. What do you think? I'm thinking about doing an online business school geared for women. What do you think?" And I was like, "I think it's genius." And so that became B School. And she really ushered in an entire era for the people like me who came next and your generation like may not track it all back to that, but I really love looking at lineage. And so anyway, So Marie really made it more fun, the digital marketing world, and made it more feminine and brought in this whole other world. Her sort of like, quote unquote, grandmother in marketing is Allie Brown. So Allie took it from like Dan Kennedy and the direct response marketing guys. And anyway, it's just fascinating. And so ultimately what I'm saying is in the early days, it was like the Wild West. And it was also like running a business online was like grabbing fish with your bare hands out of a river. And now you just have to actually give it a lot more energy, devotion, dial it in, and more skill and strategy is involved. And honestly, like I'm grateful because it has honed and sharpened me as a marketer and as a business owner in a way that I never would have because quite frankly, you could be really lazy 13 years ago. And now um, I'm still very do less. And I'm still a little bit lazy, but I know what really works and what moves the needle. And I can look at the analytics and see. And it's really fun. Like the online space is where I meet most of my friends. And it's such a beautiful world to
0: be in. I think that's a really good point about where it's at now, because I see a lot of WorkPlay members come in and just want things to just work without the thought or the vision behind it. And I think that that is a mistake because like you said, it's not how it was in the past anymore. And you really do have to be very specific. It's not so much you have to do more. It's like you have to be very specific with your vision because there's so many There's so many things out there, like constantly we're being bombarded with messaging, advertising, all these things on these social platforms. It's funny that you talk about Marie, because I remember being in middle school and my mom, who is also my co-founder, but was a business owner at the time, she would be listening to Marie's baseball and I would be in middle school, just like, like soaking it in. Uh, But that's, it it was, it was a while ago. Like you was. Yeah, I met Marie
1: in two thousand nine. Hmm. Uh, how old? I mean, you were young, so so, so was I. I mean, it's just very. Yeah. It's so. I love. I love existing and running a business at this time in history because, you know, I got a cell phone for my high school graduation, so I know life before the digital age, and I see how toxic it can be, but how beautiful the digital world can be as well. And I think if we are specific and devotional and mindful and conscious about how we engage, not only from a business perspective, but also just like in general, there's so much beauty that can be created that I see.
0: Oh, I love that. And to piggyback off of that, at the beginning of this year and the end of last year, you had one of your biggest launches ever. Yeah. (laughs) From what you've told me, how do you think your visual marketing played a role in that launch? So we've had two so far and we're, we're ramping up for a third of a new
1: program that I created called Relaxed Money. So in 2013, my first book, Money, A Love Story came out and I had a course called The Money Love Course. We've had over 5,000 students go through that course. And then I had switched directions and was talking more about time and energy management. And I wrote my second book called Do Less. But something in the last 18 months was calling me back to the topic of money. Like I had a decade of new experiences as a mother, as a homeowner, as an investor, as a much higher level businesswoman to add now to the conversation. And I wanted to update the material. So I got this idea through my own lived experience to teach a program live, like live online called Relax Money and combine uh, nervous system work with emotional work around money, with mindset, with practical strategies to make more money, pay off debt and grow your wealth. And As I was planning that launch, I was like, God, it would be fun. So I'm a musical theater person. I just am such a Broadway nerd. And so I thought it would be really fun just for the heck of it to make the lead up to the program itself, this fun workshop for free that would be sort of like Broadway musical revival cabaret Chicago vibes. and something about me as a business owner, and I think other people listening will relate, I have to do something new in order to keep myself interested in what I'm doing. I wish I were like Marie and I could launch the same program over and over in essentially the same way for 12 years, but I I can't. <laughs> and so, so that's where Workplay came in. So I had this vision and we had worked together for a year prior, which was amazing. And I had so many great shots, like incredible results. However, that shoot was a real turning point where I just gave myself permission to push the edge of a creative vision and to do something that I wasn't seeing other people in the industry do, which is essentially create a character and a whole theatrical experience around the brand shoot. And as a result... It was like a revival because I was reviving content from 10 years ago and adding to it. So it was my own thing that I was doing. (laughs) It didn't really matter that other people knew that. But for me, and I think this is helpful for other people listening, I do a dance between thinking through what my customer need and what's their experience, but also what do I need to be at my best and feel turned on and excited by this process? And so I do really believe that the intersection of those two things is where the sweet spot is. If we go all in on what does my customer need and not think about what we need, we can get burned out. And if we go all in on what we want and not think about our customer, things can fall flat and they may not know what the heck is going on. So anyway, we did this shoot for Money Love the Revival, which was the lead up to Relax Money. And we had by far our biggest launch ever, like high six-figure launch. It completely blew our minds. We had, I don't know, I think I had expected, usually we'll have 3,000, well, in the, in the past, usually we would have had 3,000 people sign up for a free thing. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of what I was like, okay, great. And we had over 15,000 people and we weren't going crazy on paid ads at all. It was like large 80% organic traffic. And I was like, what is even happening on the internet right now? And then we did it again in the spring with a new vibe for the workshop. Called Plenty. And same thing. We had this incredible shoot at the Soho House in Miami where we did this whole, like, sort of like pin up Marilyn Monroe 1940s post World War II thing. And that was also really fun and very effective. And we did seven figures with that launch and we topped it. We had over 20,000 people sign up for the Plenty workshop. Again, largely organic.
0: That's insane. And I remember because that it's funny. And I think there's a really big correlation here. You went through the workplay method for that year, and that last shoot was your that was the one that you're talking about, the revival. Yes, it was the last shoot of the year. Yep. And you had and I almost feel like I'm a I'm an energy person. I almost feel like you were kind of halfway between, okay, let's do a normal shoot and then let's go all in here. And it was almost like this half and half shoot. And then it did so well. Right. And then you signed up again. And then the next shoot, you were like, I'm going all in. I remember you saying this, like we're doing this whole shoot around this launch. And this is what I tell people all the time. You have four shoots in the year to be able to go all in on these launches. And it allows you not to have to like be like, Oh, I need, you know, the basic working in a coffee shop shots, because that's what everyone else is doing. No, like, you can really dive deep into this vision using this process. And I saw that switch for the plenty campaign. And I even remember coming to the shoot. And you were like, Nope, we got the presidential suite. We got the soap. Which
1: by the way, was just like a spontaneous upgrade that I didn't have to pay for. Well, it's funny when you go all in, the universe is like, all right. it was so magical. When we checked in, I was like, Oh, game on. This yes. is happening.
0: Yes. And you were like, we got a vintage car. and And it's funny when you, when you move through even like your life and your business in that all in way, how much kind of opens up for you. I mean, stuff was happening on that shoot where I was like, dang, like, this is just working. Everything is working. We're on the side of a freeway. And you're just like, yup, let's do it. Like this idea of just letting go and surrendering during the shoot to your vision, or even in this process is really powerful. And I really applaud you for that because not everyone gets to that point.
1: I will say this, we all have our own timeline and I see people getting to that all in place way earlier than I did. But, you know, I've been at this for 13 years and I've gone all in, in a variety of ways in my life, but, but working with you and Workplay really gave me permission to go all in, in my visual branding. So it could reflect who I am on the inside and also the vision I'm stepping into because of the abundance of shoots. It's so related to the work that I teach. Mm -hmm. It's like this workshop was called plenty. And the whole experience of going all in was like, I have plenty of shoots this year. So I don't need to nitpick and try to jam everything into this one day. I can get super specific and then let my vision go really wide for this project. And I know that's
0: why we attracted so much abundance with it. Oh, I love it. And you can really feel that. That's something that with visual marketing, when you come to the shoe in that energy, in that space, it translates through the imagery or video. I remember you coming in with such a clear vision. Like you were like, I'm like, okay, what are we feeling? What is the emotions of this shoot? And you were so specific with what you said to me for the plenty shoot. And this, ideal relationship with money. That's what I remember you saying is we want to show this relationship with money. But what I noticed is that it wasn't in a literal sense. It was more in an abstract and refined sense. It's not like you were like throwing dollar bills around, right, to say money. And I think that's what where like work play really thrives when we can really understand the abstract sense of what you're trying to create. So what is your process that you individually go through that gets you clear? And then how do you use WorkPlay to execute that vision?
1: Great. So yeah, I am a very metaphorical person. Mm -hmm. I always have been. I'll never forget the first time in seventh grade English class when we read this book and our teacher, my teacher, Mrs. Flurry, taught me about symbolism in writing for the first time. And we went through this book. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember that she was teaching us about how the color yellow in the book was used by the author over and over in these interesting ways as symbolic of something that wasn't the color yellow. And my mind was completely blown. And I was like that's so magical because there are so many ways we can communicate. And what we know from the data is that only 10% of communication is verbal. So we think it's so important. The words we say, it's actually not, it's 90%. What are the visual cues? What are the energetic cues? What's happening with the body language? And that is also the realm of energetics and metaphor. And what's cool about using metaphor is that it skips through the prefrontal cortex and we are suddenly in the realm of the emotion and of the part of the brain, actually the hippocampus that makes decisions. The lim- Our limbic brain is our decision maker. And then we back up our decisions with our logical prefrontal cortex. So from a marketing perspective, if you use visuals in a powerful way that evoke a specific emotion and energetic frequency in your ideal customer, it is more likely that they will buy than if you focus all of your efforts just on the words. Now, I'm also a word person. I'm a total writer. But I had not really leaned into the visuals until that shoot in this way. And so... I, my process is, this is how I am with everything, whether it's a book, a program, one of the brand shoots. And so it was just like incorporating the brand shoot into the way I already work, which is that I know something's coming up and I start to just invite the energy to reveal itself to me. So I don't think about it in terms of, I need to figure this out. I think about it in terms of, okay, this thing's on my calendar and now I'm going to welcome in the energy that wants to be expressed. So if I'm planning a retreat, it's the same thing. But with a brand shoot specifically, Something will come through. I don't know where plenty. Maybe it was a conversation with your other client, Sarah Jenks, who's my best friend. The word "plenty" came, and then I had this alter ego that I used to perform. I used to sing in burlesque shows in New York, and this alter ego is named Bubbles. And so,
0: <laughs> so surprise me all the time. I love it.
1: <laughs> so Bubbles was like, sort of like you know Marilyn Monroe meets Betty Boop meets like May West. Yeah. So I just thought, what would what would this shoot be like if I, if Bubbles was actually the main character, not me? And then I just sort of shopped and did a Pinterest board based on that. <laughs> so, and both ones, both the sort of Broadway revival was bubbles and also plenty. Now our next shoot that we worked on was not bubbles. That was a whole other archetype. Mm-hmm. And that also came through because I gave space to receive it. And so once I receive, and I, it's not like I'm sitting around meditating. Like it just kind of comes through when I'm walking the kids to school or when I'm making my coffee. I, I know people say you need to create a lot of space for these things like to de- to devote. I just don't do that. So I'm just telling you that's my process. It just comes through. And, but I'm not super busy all the time. Like I, my life is pretty spacious. So there's all this in between time that I'm not sitting around, but it's open to and available. And so then I just start writing down some words or I'll start, you know, just harding things on my rent, the runway, or I start a Pinterest board and then it just starts to come through in that way. So, you know, that's what happened with the new workshop. We're working on flow and the new shoot. And then we'll, you know, we'll see what'll be next for April. I don't know, but it will reveal itself. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm now inviting it in and we'll see what mm-hmm. it is.
0: I love that. I love that process. It doesn't have to be this big thing. I think people overthink the visuals because it's like, Oh, I got to get this right. I got to be perfect in front of the camera. I got to have this vision down. It can really just be a feeling. I like to tell people to start with the emotion because then you can work backwards it's great. Um, from there. Okay, so over the past years, it's been years now, which is crazy, we've really gotten to know your personality, your family, how you carry yourself. And something that I've always really admired is that you carry yourself with such poise and you have a real like trust in the process. And that can really be felt with our team. And I think that's really important when you're working with a creative team, right? Is there anything that you do routine wise that helps you calm your nervous system down before creating these huge visual campaigns? Mm. And what does that prep look like from a mental standpoint that really allows you to have this trust in the process?
1: I love this question so much. So in terms of my nervous system regulation, that is just an absolute foundational aspect of my life every day. Our nervous system regulation is the thing that if we lean into it and focus on it, it will make everything else easier and more powerful. Mm -hmm. So because I am focused on that every day, I don't really need to do anything extra on shoot day. But one thing just really practically, first of all, the way you do your content plan and deliver it to me is very regulating to my nervous system. Mm -hmm. So there's a clear plan. Your process is actually very regulating because I feel held by the process. Like I used to do brand shoots. And I was responsible for everything. And then the photographer would just show up. Mm -hmm. And so your process has taken a lot of the heavy lifting off of me. So I just need to provide the creative spark and answer your questions, which is so much easier than me being like, now I'm doing everything and also modeling. (laughs) And so that helped that honestly, just your process helps regulate me. I also, in terms of the outfits, I, I bought myself like a rolling rack of clothes again, like these are sort of obvious things, but it was a game changer for me. And Sarah Jenks also was like, Oh, okay. Here's how you do it. You get yourself a rolling rack from Amazon. I was like, Oh, great. And then the, and then I make sure that all the clothes are steamed, which is a highly nervous system regulating activity because repetitive rhythmic movement actually is very calming to the nervous system. So sometimes I steam them. I will be honest, sometimes my assistant steams them. So it's it's not always me. And then the day of, I just really make sure that I've gotten enough sleep. I do my red light and my bio mat in the morning. I have a hair and makeup artist who I just like adore and I feel safe with her and I know she's gonna do a great job. So all of those things in place really helps. And just knowing that I have the outfits planned ahead of time is really helpful, at least generally speaking.
0: I think that's really helpful just on a granular standpoint of understanding the routine because so many people come into our process and they're like, I've never done this before. I've never done like a shoot before. And there are tips and tricks to making the day easier because I know that that can be a a big day. You have gotten more and more, I don't want to say like risky, but you push the boundaries. Like we were in the middle of a Miami beach intersection on a vintage car. I mean, people were staring, people were honking at us. What's the inner dialogue that you tell yourself when you're in these moments in front of the public and doing these big visual campaigns when you're not a model and you're, I mean, you look like a model, but you're definitely not a model you're a business owner first and foremost. So how do you kind of like in the moment be like, okay, this is fine. Or are you just naturally, I don't care what people
1: think. I'm not naturally, I don't care what people think. You know, one of the things that actually really stressed me out early on in our shoots was shooting in spaces that I wasn't fully clear we had permission to shoot in. I'm terrified of getting in trouble. (laughs) Terrified. So I'm not actually sure why that moment in traffic worked, but I think it was because I was being a different character than myself. Mm. So Mm. I would say my answer is I just embody a different character. Or it's not not me, but it's a different part of me that I'm calling forward than my regular mom business owner self who takes care of the day. I think that just being in character really helps me because it's like Bubbles doesn't care if she has stopped traffic in Miami Beach in a vintage car. Kate definitely does, but Bubbles does not. And so I think that really helps me.
0: Oh, I love that. I think I I honestly do the same strategy whenever I'm speaking because mm. I'm like a terrified introvert. And I'm like, no, when I get called to speak on a stage... We're not like the small little introverts, hermits who only stays in their house. We're like this successful business owner and we're going to embody that. And it's just like the switch of we're not that person, we're this person now. And it can do actually wonders because you you kind of get out of your, your head
1: there. Yeah. And we all contain multitudes. So it's not that we're being inauthentic. It's just literally a different part of us Ooh. that we're allowing to come out to play.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay. So I know that we all know that visuals are just one piece, one piece of the pie when it comes to your business. Are there any strategies uh, that you've seen really work in terms of leads and sales specifically that pair really nicely with your visual marketing that you create inside of the method?
1: Absolutely. So we started about six months ago, eight months ago, working behind the scenes with ManyChat and chatbots. And that's been incredible. So for those who don't know, ManyChat is a software that integrates with Meta. And so behind the scenes in the DMs on Facebook and Instagram, we focus more on Instagram. You can use a trigger word and then set up a whole funnel in the back end. To activate. Now, a lot of people use it in a very simple way, which is, you know, DM me the word red and I'll send you this PDF. And so in the back end, they're just like, the PDF is just the thing they send. Ours is way more sophisticated. So there's an intricate funnel on the back end that nurtures someone and really engages them over time and builds our email list and also sells our offers. Mm-hmm. So combining that with the workplay visuals and the footage, the B-roll footage has been really helpful because I have an overall content strategy for the month where I have four themes that have to go with pillars of content that I teach in my business. And each of those themes has a trigger word. And that trigger word is connected on the back end to one of our offers. So we've just gotten really organized about rather than just sort of like randomly using social to grow an audience, like that literally means nothing. I know so many people who are broke who have huge followings. Mm -hmm. So I don't care how many people follow me. I care how many people are being served. And how much money we make. <laughs> and so, I mean, our account has grown since working with you, which is wonderful. But what I'm far more interested in is the fact that our revenue has grown tremendously and our email list has grown tremendously. And so, yeah, so ManyChat has been amazing working on the back end. We do work with an agency on that, but I know people who do it in house as well. That's been great. And then overall, like this is, you know, just a bigger strategy is like, I know what's happening in my company six to 12 months in advance. And that really helps so that when the shoot is coming up, I mean, this is very obvious. (laughs) like I know what we are shooting for. Rather than like in those earlier days, I did know what was coming up. You know, we were selling a necklace and we had this thing and that thing, whatever. Like I always knew, but I know, but, but really having that content planning process and the more importantly, the marketing plan, because your content needs to match your marketing plan again. Otherwise you just end up with a big account with no revenue. So it's got to start with your marketing plan. What are the offers? Then how does that work into seasonally? What are you offering when? And what is your ideal customer experiencing at those different seasons? And then backing it up into, okay, great. And then what can I talk about? And how can I add value in a way that then warms them up to be ready to engage with my offer when we're ready to sell it?
0: Oh, yes, preach, 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 because so many people go the opposite way. They think first we got to get like the social down, the social strat. No, I always tell people the marketing goes on to the social, the social is just a medium. For the marketing, you have to really start with this marketing strategy. And WorkPlay really amplifies whatever you're doing strategically in your marketing. It allows you to create that visual for that marketing. So I 100% agree with you. Photoshoots can be exhausting, it takes a lot of work to pull this off. Why do you think it's worth it for you to do this four times a year rather than once every two years or three years, like the traditional way that it's really been done in the past?
1: Yeah. So I used to do it that way as well. I would do a photo shoot like every couple of years, sometimes every seven years. (laughs) And that's great. That's great for different seasons. I have more bandwidth available because now my kids are both in full-time school. So I just want to say that. And so the reason it's worth it for me is because having four shoots a year gives me permission and this profound feeling of abundance that I can go all in on a creative vision that I don't ever know if it's going to pan out, right? I'm getting wackier and wackier. And I'm like, this is, I'm not seeing, this is not like best practices that I learned on a webinar somewhere, right? So it just gives me so much permission because I'm like, well, if this scene is a dud or if these ones don't work, like I've had, I've gone for it in certain scenes and I get the photos back and I'm like, oh no, those just really don't work. And it's fine because we have so many photos and I have so many more opportunities to get it right. So it just helps me like really lean back and open up the creative flow because there are so many shoots. And quite frankly, I, the first shoot I would say was my hardest And then I started to understand how it works. And then I just held everything a lot less tight. And I, I super relaxed. And so also now that I'm in a rhythm, there's still a big deal. But it's not like it was the first time where I was like, Oh, my God, this is you know, now it's now I know what's going on. And it's a lot easier.
0: I think that's really important for people to hear. Cause I I mean, we, we do this day in, day out. This is like our bread and butter. And we're like, just relax. Oh my God, you have so much. You're going to get so much. And people get so hung up on one scene. And it's like, this is a creative process. Sometimes the vision gets executed. Sometimes it doesn't. And the ability to just let go and trust that you're either going to get it the next time or what you have is enough is really really powerful on all you know lands on
1: all on levels it's a it's a deep level in abundance and prosperity thinking
0: if you could give work plan members one piece of advice for going through this process what would it be
1: I would give the advice to relax
0: mm-hmm. the more
1: you relax the more fun it'll be The more you relax, the more magnetic you will be. The more you relax, the more money you'll make.
0: Mm, That feels so good. So good. Thank you so much, Kate. We know your time is precious and we really appreciate all of this amazing value that you're giving our audience. Where can everyone find you plus the work that you do and see all of this beautiful content that you've made inside of the Work by Method? Yeah, so katenorthrup.com,
1: my website is the best place. You can see pretty much all the photos over there are workplace photos, I think, <laughs> for the most part. And then on Instagram is the best place to connect with me and just like the daily stuff at Kate Northrup and send me a DM. Just say hi.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. This podcast is edited and produced by the Virtual Assistant Studio. This episode of the Workplay podcast is brought to you by Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online. In 2019, they revamped the Workplay method and have been using this exact process to launch businesses' visual marketing strategies all over North America and in Europe. Head over to workplaybranding.com to learn exactly how you can launch your visual marketing strategy and cohesive brand for less than $500 a month.